Hello and welcome to Introspection Station. I'm your host and host Tanika and I'm here to help you tell your story. This is the podcast that invites you to take a pause, look within and gain a better understanding of yourself. We're constantly telling stories to make sense of our worlds. So what is the story that you are telling about yourself? Settle down, grab a cup of your favorite beverage and join us on our journey to self-discovery. Since telling our own stories is the focus of this podcast, how about we talk about how we can shape those stories? There are many things in our lives that shape the way we are, the way we understand the world, and the way we present ourselves to the world. Today on the podcast, we will talk about how we can take all these experiences and shape our own narratives. And our guest today is going to help us do exactly that. Joining us on this journey today, we have with us Chandrima Das. Chandrima is a best-selling author and storyteller. Her debut collection of horror stories, Young Blood, was published by HarperCollins. She is no stranger to the audio medium, as she is the author of the popular Audible original, Twisted, and also the writer and host of the podcast Rumors. They have heard a few episodes, and for those of you who haven't heard it, I would really recommend you listen to it. Um, Chandrima turned to full-time writing after a decade in management consulting. According to her, her experiences in the development sector, as well as household research with thousands of consumers, helps give her the insights into uniquely Indian characters, settings, and culture. Uh, welcome to Introspection Station, Chandrima. Thank you so much for that generous introduction, Tunika, and I'm so glad to be having this conversation with you today. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the show. And um, you know, as somebody who works in the creative industries, I think um, I have a lot of love for the art of writing and storytelling. So, first up, um, as a writer, I think since we are talking about telling our own stories, I must ask you, as a writer, what is your origin story? I think it's uh, usually superheroes and supervillains who get origin stories, right? And uh, I think as a writer, we get to play both. So it makes a lot of sense to ask the origin story of a writer. Um, for my origin story, I'll have to go back to where I originate from, which is uh, Shillong in Meghalaya, where I was born. And uh, I was a very, you know, curious, quiet. a child who loved reading so my the first bit of my origin story as a writer actually comes from being a reader and i would devour anything and everything in sight whether it was you know tinkle comics or tell me why encyclopedias i literally left nothing alone including the thongas the newspapers in which you know snacks came to the house wrapped in so <laughs> i literally left nothing alone um but with uh, you know being in school and in the formal education system a lot of that natural curiosity and hunger for reading kind of gets toned down and uh, by the time i reach the age of you know 15 or 16 board exams were coming and so a lot of my reading habits got dulled down i also used to love writing as a child so i loved writing plays and we very naughtily staged a couple of uh, plays in our school also and even gotten banned Uh, so that was good fun but uh, i kind of stopped writing i used to write my diary as well stopped writing uh, reduced reading outside of academic textbooks for a long time during my teenage years went to college did the usual engineering and mba because you know being from the north east uh, one of the primary desires and dreams that i had as a child 
was not to become a doctor engineer or anything but just to get out of that region and seek out more opportunities and i know that a lot of my you know fellow kids who grew up in that region during the time that i grew up there would have had the same dream you know our dreams were not of becoming something big but our dreams were about getting out of the well uh, and the lack of opportunities that we found ourselves with so i did i took the most guaranteed conventional path to do that which is you know become an engineer then do an mba from iim calcutta and uh, not only did i get out of the northeast of india but i got out of india and i found myself on wall street so writing was absolutely the last thing on my mind at that time and uh, i remember when i was in iim calcutta you know the folks from the dramatics society had actually approached me they'd found some of my articles in our you know college newspaper and they were like hey you know you really write funny stuff at times could you write a play that we'll perform on the college stage and i outright refused because i was like you know this is not going to take me anywhere so for me the evaluation of what was important to me was purely through the lens of what is going to take me to my next destination and writing doesn't make these kinds of promises right so for a long time i avoided writing writing for me was just a way to communicate insight as a management consultant i was like you know how can i break down an idea into part a part b part c rather than look at it as a story you know i had completely stepped out of the natural flow of storytelling out of my own life and thought of everything as things that i could put into boxes or into structure but writing kept knocking on my door i mean I left my job uh, in New York because I couldn't find a lot of meaning in it. And during that time again I dove back into writing a few short stories, sent them to Priya Vasudevan who was with uh, Jacaranda at that time a literary agency, I think one of India's foremost literary agencies. And Priya was super excited. She was like, "Chandrabai, you need to write a novel." And I'm I was like, "But is it going to pay my bills?" and priya was like look we don't know the thing with writing is that you have to embrace uncertainty and i'm like my bank balance cannot handle that i'm 25 years old i'm i'm just i can't deal with this so i turned away from writing again but the thing with writing is it's it just it refused to leave me right i found myself doing really well in the development sector in india you know traveling throughout rural india spending so much time in slums and i discovered stories again because when you speak to people about how they make decisions how they live their lives what their water and sanitation facilities are uh, you know how they want to fulfill their dream of buying an affordable home you are going to encounter stories not analysis in boxes so stories found me again through all the people that i met all over india and uh, in 2020 i finally had enough of consulting and i had to take a break and during that break i just found myself writing again because i think when i clear out a lot of the chaos and analysis and all the conditioning that's on top underneath it all writing just seems to come back so yeah i started writing and young blood came out and i've never been able to leave writing after that and writing's not been able to leave me that's that's really amazing because you had such a um uh, such an unconventional career path that way uh because i think uh, when i was growing up as well uh, i don't think writing was considered to be a field that 
you know you could get into as a profession um and still now conventionally it's not because in india you know people have certain dreams and aspirations and writing just doesn't fit into that dream right and although now with social media and a lot of content creation there are a lot lot of more opportunities so it's it's amazing that you had to traverse this entire journey when your initial goal was to just come out of the northeast and go get more opportunities and i'm so glad it's brought you here because i think uh, i think it's a treat for us to be able to read your stories um i'm i mean if it's not evident i'm an absolute fan of your work and i think you do some great work and uh, i mean the twisted was a pleasure and uh, so was rumors as the podcast so i'm so glad this long journey brought you here that's so generous of you tunika and uh, i will take all the love that you give me well so i just wanted to uh, you know uh, coming off from that question i wanted to understand that um you know you said that stories found you right and you eventually are a writer now you're a professional writer who does this full time so um how did dabbling in stories sort of help you shape your story as a professional in the world out there I, that's such a you know that's such a relevant question because i think all of us live our own stories even though we are not realizing it right so when i say story when i hear the word story i think of you know there being a character there being a setting and the character is interacting with the setting with their own desires and trying to manage in trying to manifest those desires they a journey unfolds so i think all of our lives tend to take on that structure whether we are conscious of it or not our subconscious certainly is playing out that tune right so i think um, when i look at uh, look at my own life story as a writer i feel very detached from myself in certain ways right i can look at myself as this character in different times and places with certain kinds of desires and as those desires are either fulfilled or spurned by circumstances the character sort of changes and that change is in that change in character through the medium of a journey that is essentially a story i think this is a it's a framework if one may call it and i think all of us uh, can use it if we wish to if we wish to go into the you know depths of how storytelling works we might find that we kind of start applying it to ourselves as well and see how our life stories unfolding Yeah and that's exactly uh what this podcast is about because you know I am a firm believer of the fact that anything we do in life is a story that we're telling ourselves or the people around us about us um say today you as an author when you present yourself to the world that is a narrative you're shaping right and um i i wanted to i wanted to understand that when you're crafting your stories as an author versus when you are crafting your own story as an individual how different is it in does being a professional writer give you an added advantage oh again when you are writing about a character in a fictional sort of story you have a certain natural uh, tendency to be detached from that character to some extent after all this is a character that you have modeled in your mind so you can psychoanalyze them you can sort of imaginarily sit down with them and have that conversation you know what are their desires what is an unfulfilled need what's a flaw what's a weakness what's their strengths you know you're able to do that pretty objectively 
And what's really difficult with a character in a story is for you to deeply empathize with them. That is what you actually need to be able to get into the skin of that character. You know, you need to be able to kind of unite with them. With yourself, it is absolutely the opposite, right? You naturally live in your skin. You live in your body and you find it very difficult to detach from yourself. So if somebody, for example, asked me what my desires, my unmet needs, my flaws are, I would have to sit down and think about it. I would have to take an effort to detach from myself and look at myself from a certain amount of distance. So that difference is there. When I'm shaping a, fiction, a piece of fiction, um, I am also very objective in terms of the consequences that that character may face, you know, in certain ways. I'm like, you know, if you do X, Y, Z, then A, B, C is most likely going to happen to you. And as a writer of horror fiction, I will usually choose the worst among A, B, C <laughs> to happen to that character. Again, with myself, um, it's very difficult for me to foresee the consequences of my actions, right? I think that's where the concept of karma is uh, so difficult for us because we think we understand karma, but we don't. Um, you know, we don't know what the exact consequences of our actions will be. We might understand one or two, but we don't know all 3,565 consequences. So that's very difficult. And I think, uh, again, I wouldn't choose the worst consequences of my actions <laughs> to come to fruition immediately, like I do in my stories with my characters. Right. But I think that's, that's exactly what... Uh can be quite frustrating sometimes but also the most interesting thing about shaping your own narrative uh, as a person so to speak uh, because the possibilities could be endless right uh, unless you're Dr. Strange like you said you can't see all the possibilities uh, you write a lot about the supernatural you write about uh, horror stories right and um, a lot of these stories you draw inspiration from real life myths and legends um, and a lot of these stories have existed in lots of societies and cultures not just in India but globally so I I think that you know these stories have a very strong storytelling tradition that tells you a lot about the stories of the people of these communities what do you think about that what what according to you is the significance of these stories um, and how does that shape our communal understanding of ourselves? So I love this concept of the collective consciousness, which is something that Carl Jung talked about uh, when he says that, you know, we all are connected to each other in terms of certain archetypes and themes that are common to us. You know, certain experiences are not happening in isolation, but they're happening to all of us at different points in time and in different places. I think uh, you know, communities bound by region or language, uh, etc., have certain commonalities of these archetypes as well. And I think the stories or the myths and legends that are handed down from generation to generation are sort of the bodies of these archetypes and these common patterns. I am not a person who, you know, who believes that I, you know, I can imagine uh, solely by myself everything that is. Uh, you know, relevant to the collective consciousness. So I use them as a sort of stepping stone to tap in and say, you know, my individual experience is not the only source that I want to draw my stories from. Uh, let me see what's there in India's traditional storytelling. And I think the supernatural specifically 
is a great uh, you know storehouse of intuitive wisdom and warnings as well you know scary things uh, the supernatural often speaks to intuition but also to fear so what are the common fears that we as a society have what are the common fears that we as a community have uh, as a as a generation have in fact because law is a never ending process you know law is always being generated uh, with young blood i explored college law some of these laws are not very old you know some of them are 20 years old some of them are 30 years old some of them are even you know have been generated in the last 10 years but they speak to certain common fears that we all share and i think when i uh, tell a story or write a story i'm not just writing it for myself right it is a modem it's a it's a mode for me to speak to other people and i'd love to speak to them about things that matter to them that they can relate with and that is why i think mythology is one way of doing it but supernatural lore is an equally valid way of doing it and that's the path that interests me the most right so when we're talking about you know telling stories uh, whether it is about ourselves or writing you know fiction stories or telling stories of our communities so there's a very interesting intersection that you know has come out in our conversation i think one where we where you know initially we were talking about the personal narrative right of you as an author uh, of you as a person you crafting your own story but then there is also this narrative that we inherit from our communities through the collective consciousness as you were talking about say i as a bengali from calcutta have inherited certain cultures certain stories certain identities from my community right similarly for you so as somebody who is as a young person who's trying to build their identity build their own story what are what are your uh, top 3 tips to our listeners to sort of balance this act and build their own stories well, i mean tunika your questions are truly mind blowing i have to say this uh i'll have to draw out the tips from what i've done for myself right uh i think one of the things that really helped me is to understand what influences me what is not uh what is not intrinsic to me but what's influencing me from the outside and what's helped me do that is kind of draw out my influences in different circles so for example where i come from you know place is a very important you know point of influence and the places that i've really spent time in those are uh, you know settings in which my character has sort of developed it could be a school or any other institution it could be a workplace it could be a city uh, it could be a particular kind of profession for example somebody who is a lawyer would have been influenced by how legality and the legal you know belief system works so i think place is one very important thing the other thing that uh, i would sort of pull out and say you know what else influences you your own family there are certain patterns and certain belief systems certain values that are being passed down from generation to generation in our own families i think understanding that becoming aware of that is going to again help you be a little detached and become become aware that you know these are the things that are coming in these are the places in which there's a certain amount of programming happening to me there's nothing wrong with programming as long as we are aware yeah that you know it exists and this is a this is a way in which i am getting influenced i think the third tip that i would uh, give to them besides looking at place and looking at sort of family and community and you know people is uh, to understand um how media 
and stories that we consume affect us because that is another very very common mode through which we kind of mirror our own stories so i think it's interesting to figure out what moves you when you watch a particular series or you say you watched a movie what did you relate to when you read a book who did you relate with you know was it jo march out of the all, of out of all the little women that you found most interesting uh do you like reading horror uh do you like watching action films what you resonate with kind of tells you a lot about what's your sort of you know what's your psychological makeup and the more you get to know yourself the more control you have in terms of how your story is going to be shaped inside your own mind even if i wouldn't use the word control at least there'll be a semblance of awareness about it and you can choose you know which parts of it you want to give energy to right and i think those are actually really uh, important tips for anybody who's trying to shape their stories i think where we come from our families and the media that we consume very uh, are very very strong uh, things that can influence one in terms of their understanding of themselves and i think this is a very important takeaway for our listeners today so for those of you listening if you're here to help chart your own story i would strongly suggest thinking about these and uh, you know keep coming to our <laughs> chats like this and we can help you chart your story further as well so i think that brings us to the end of our conversation today thank you so much for joining us today chandrima and sharing your thoughts with us i'm sure our listeners have a lot to take away from it today Thank you so much Tunika and I'm so glad I could be a part of this uh, podcast with you. I think it's beautifully named because this truly was introspection station for me as well. <laughs> glad that uh, I could help you a little bit while helping our listeners too. Uh, but before I let you go, uh, can I ask you uh, where can our listeners find you? So my the listeners can find my book Young Blood on Amazon, Flipkart, uh, perhaps at your local bookstore as well. I know it's been a year and a half since the book came out, but I'm hoping that physical copies will be available at your local bookstore. Um, Twisted, which is my Audible original series, can of course only be found on Audible exclusively. It's been voiced by Nisa Shetty, and she's going to put a chill down your spine with those stories. My podcast Rumors is available to listen for free on all pla- all your favorite podcast platforms whether it's Apple whether it's uh, Spotify whether it's GeoSavan just uh, you know look it up on your favorite platform and it's going to be there. All right this was amazing uh, speaking to you today. Uh thank you so much for your time and I will speak to you soon. Yes hoping to speak to you soon too Tunika. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Introspection Station. Join us again the Friday after next for a brand new episode with a brand new guest who will once again help us unpack our stories. Do remember to subscribe to the show and follow me on Instagram at Tuntuni Writes. That's T W O N T O N I W R I T E S for more updates. This podcast is available everywhere you can find podcasts. This is your host and those Tunika signing off. Bye bye.